0: One, two, one, two.
1: Uh huh, uh huh,
0: uh huh. Should I count me in bed? Nah, not really. You go at your own pace, mate. Three, two,
1: Hello, and welcome to the Good, the Bad and the Remake podcast, where we watch some classic films, some not so classic, and their respective remakes. Will they be an unmake, an agree make, or amazing? My name's Neil, and these are my co-hosts. Hello, I'm Ben Hayton.
2: Hi, I'm Catherine Cross.
1: And today, we have our teaser show. You will hear about the good, the bad, and the remake, the team behind the mics, how we came up with the idea, and plans for season one, so you can watch along and join in. So, first podcast. You know, we've got to do it. We've committed to it now.
0: We've got to do it. It's been
1: mandated. It's the second time I've done a podcast. first one's about life insurance. So, uh, yeah, hopefully this one's a bit more fun, a bit more engaging for our listeners. Yeah. So, Ben, how did uh, this podcast come to be? Well, under
0: lockdown, the three of us and a few other people have been getting together for movie quizzes and it became apparent on a question that you had written, I believe, about the film Overboard, starring Kurt Russell and Goldie Horn, that I hadn't seen that in at least 25 years. But I'd like to stress at this point, I did get the question right still. Uh, I'd also said something on social media around the same time that getting packages in the mail is good for keeping you chirpy. So a couple of days later, unbeknownst to me, a copy of the classic comedy, Kurt Russell, Goldie Horns, Overboard, arrived through my door, courtesy of you. And by way of thanks, I bought you a copy of the remake, starring Anna Faris and some other guy. (laughs) You watched that yet? No, No. not at all. Um, I watched And this started a little game of back and forth because in my life as an amateur film reviewer, I was also doing a Keanu Reeves podcast at the time we were just about to talk about the 1991 movie Point Break. And so a copy of the remake of Point Break arrived through my door. And this started a little chat backwards and forwards on WhatsApp about the glut of remakes that we've had over the last few years and how most of them are pointless. And I'll say it, shit. And I think within minutes of putting together a a list of 10 or 15 movies, you suggested, why don't we just do a podcast about crappy remakes? And that evolved into, I mean, I think I said, yes, straight away, let's do it. That evolved into, why don't we look at all kinds of remakes and not just the crappy ones? And within about three days of that conversation... You'd drawn up a mission statement, battle lines, tasks, actions—all of that. It was very, very organised. I have to say, I was very impressed with the momentum that it took. And I think about a week later, here we are. Thank
1: you, Ben. Yeah, no, it was—it um, was five days because it was—it uh, was Wednesday last week. Okay. When, uh, I checked WhatsApp earlier. <laughs> so yeah. Um, well, Ben, you're an experienced podcaster and film uh, critic, of course. You heard another voice in our intro. Uh, so, Catherine, uh, what got you involved?
2: Um, well, you did. Neil said yeah. he was starting a film, re- um, a film remake podcast with Ben. And um, I know Ben makes podcasts. Neil was really excited. Um, but I wasn't really sure if it was a, a serious thing or not. But he spoke about it more and more. And it became a bit of a sounding board for him, I think. So, um, yeah, five days later, here I am recording a podcast, which is very weird because I listen to many podcasts, too many. And I never thought I'd be recording one.
1: Yeah, so uh, we started the WhatsApp group, of course, Um, initially had about 10 films, 30, 70. We have every kind of genre covered, we have thrillers, action, drama, horror, but we had to agree parameters, of course, for what constitutes a remake, Uh, and those three kind of parameters were the original is always the original, Uh, we can watch any remake, it doesn't have to be the next remake, it could be uh, one we find interesting or a favourite. Um, and it's remakes of movies only, so we're not doing TV adaptions. Yeah. So once we had this uh, list of 70-plus films, uh, we had to whittle it down. Um, so I got teased my over but working
0: scoring system. Well, do, um, you wanna, do you want to try and sp- explain that? Because I've been through the process of you <laughs> scoring these movies, and I still don't yeah. understand.
2: We've all been through the process.
1: Uh, so if uh, if there's any kind of... But in product managers or project managers listening, uh, host workshops and things, essentially we had to pick 10 films. Uh, We had 15 points. Uh, They could only be distributed across 10 films with a minimum of five, a maximum of 10. Uh, which meant you had to attribute more than one point to certain films. We then had a series of other rules, which was uh, once we'd all voted, all the films where we'd all at least given one point uh, went through. We then uh, went to, uh, was it IMDB next, I think, just to try and keep the quality of the podcast up. Uh, And then we all had a a bit of a kind of a wild card pick. Uh, So on that, Catherine's going to kick us off and tell us the uh, the first 10 films.
2: So the first one we're going to look at, going to watch is point break it's what started the podcast so we should go with it it's fair number two little shop of horrors classic film i can't wait for that one the wicker man robocop insomnia ghostbusters the hitcher flatliners invasion of the body snatchers and the last is seven samurai magnificent seven
0: there we go um... nice little mixture of well, genres, but also classics and not classics. What I mean by not classics, is like no one thought the original Flatliners was a classic, right? No, we, one we grew up with, I guess, to a certain I, extent.
2: I, I, I don't think a lot of people would remember it.
0: Yeah. So it's the kind of film I think you can remake if there's room to improve it. Did they manage it? Only time will tell. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, within,
1: within that, uh, so my passion pick was the, uh, the epic uh, of, uh, of Seven Samurai and Magnificent Seven. It's a film I kind of watched when I was a student. A friend of mine got me into uh, into the Japanese Kurosawa films. So yeah, I absolutely wanted to watch it. And the Magnificent Seven, I've probably not watched in a long time. So that was one I'm
0: very, very much looking forward to. And when we say the Magnificent oh, you- Seven, we're talking about the 60s version, not the, not the Chris Brown. Absolutely, one. yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about you guys?
1: What's the uh, reasons behind maybe your passion picks or ones you're looking forward to or maybe not looking forward to?
0: Well, the one that I really... It was quite a late addition to the list and I felt really strongly about actually was A Little Shop of Horrors because I think that's a film where the original's fun but the remake is so wildly different and you know, arguably much more successful in, in commercial and artistic terms. And, and point break because it's something that's... Um, very recent to me, I had no interest in watching the Point Break remake ever, and then you sort of forced me to. And so I have to get some value out of that, and this feels like the way of doing that, basically subjecting you to that movie.
1: Good. Yeah, no, Point Break is a, a bit of a, a favourite of mine. Late teenager, early 20s, uh, always took Point Break on, uh, particularly after Hangover Day. Not seen the remake yet, so
0: uh, i sure, looking forward to Yes, you're going right to love it.
1: Yeah.
2: Ben, that is not what you've said. We are not. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. Uh, What about um, you, Catherine? Well, you keep calling it a passion pick. I hesitate to call mine a passion pick because my two were not included in the list. But that is another story. Well, no, Um, tell tell that story. Yeah, come on. Well, Mad Max. I, I just really love that film, the remake, and I wanted to watch it, but the resident film expert has classed or deemed it as not a remake not a remake so if you're referring fine, to
0: Fury Road like if, yes, if I I'm... if I pointed my camera to the right you would see the massive Furiosa poster that I have my wall I absolutely love that movie but it's a sequel
2: that's that's fine I'll defer to your your expertise but I just really wanted it and the other one was the thing but as nobody else had picked it I felt I had to go with a film at least somebody else had picked, so Flatliners. And I think Flatliners is a good one. I remember watching the original long, long time ago. I'll be interested to see what what they've done with it. Yeah. But um, like Ben, I'm really looking forward to Little Shop of Horrors. I'm really not looking forward to The Wicker Man.
0: Oh, (laughs) now that genuinely, no, seriously, the, the remake of The Wicker Man starring Nicolas Cage, if you're in the right frame of mind, I won't say it's a good film, but it's a fun time at the movies. Okay, palate
1: cleanser after the original.
0: Yeah, yeah, the uh, Something
2: like that's that. a way to put it. Yeah, pretty <laughs> disturbing the original.
0: Just because you mentioned the, the thing there, I mean, that's a case where I think you you could probably argue that the John Carpenter version of the thing is the superior film. I I probably would. It's probably in my top ten horror movies of all time. I think it's definitely a film. That if we do more of these absolutely want to talk about but the original there is is really impressive for when it was made as well the thing from another world
2: yeah yeah i, I do really want to see them both because it, it's it's a film i haven't actually seen but one that's been on my list for a long time I, I felt like i could use this to force me to watch it you know rather than saying oh i'm gonna do that i'm gonna i'm gonna do it
1: so uh, the pods themselves uh, we really want them to focus more on the remake. So kind of expect a bit of a brief discussion uh, around uh, the original, maybe the premise, how it all kind of works. But the meat of the bones uh, of the podcast will certainly come uh, focused on the remake. We'll find out, did it meet our expectations? Uh, Did it exceed the original? Was it pointless making that remake? And of course, uh, we're going to have to rate them uh, in a classic style rating system. So Ben, do you want to tell us what we've come up with?
0: Yeah, so I think... The two basic settings are, is it good or is it bad? Was it worth remaking or should it never have been remade? There are very few films I would say are absolutely sacrosanct and should never be remade if you've got a good idea. And then there's some films like Flatliners. If someone ran with that, I could see, like I said, doing a remake of that that is arguably more interesting or you know superior to the original. So. I think if it's a film that we agree, at least they took a shot, maybe they didn't improve on the original, maybe they only marginally improved on the original, it wasn't completely pointless in remaking it, then we will come to the consensus, hopefully, that that was an agree make. If it was an absolute travesty and should never have been touched, then that is something that we would unmake. And if it is far superior to the original in all ways, we're classifying that as Remazing. Love it, brilliant. Well put, Ben. I think uh,
1: because you know, lots of films I guess can benefit from remakes in terms of technology today, uh, cameras available today, those kind of things, yeah. um, and perhaps just a different kind of lens on telling the uh, the same or similar story. But no doubt there are a lot uh, of cash grabs trying to uh, fleece, fleece us watches. I guess with that. I think it's about time we tell everybody what our first film is. So I'm very pleased to reveal that our first film will be Point Break, the original being the 91 version and its 2015 remake, also called Point Break. Now, as Ben said, um, I think uh, you know, this, this was almost the catalyst for this podcast, so it feels like it should be the one that kicks us off. Looking forward to it again, Ben?
0: I'm going to be honest with you, I'm probably not going to rewatch it. Uh, this is pretty pretty recent in my memory. I I may, if you think that oh, I should, I may rewatch it. But I, I think <laughs> I'm showing my hand on this that I was not a big fan of that remake. And I, I like you hold the original up as not a brilliant film necessarily, but a, a classic of the action genre anyway, especially from the '90s. But neither of you guys have seen the remake of you, but you have both seen the original one, right? Yeah, we both
2: seen. Oh the yeah, original. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, Both I've heard both of you quote a lot. From that film, from the original Point Break,
1: it's very quotable. It's very quotable. I think the last time I saw it um, was uh, so it was uh, it was Catherine's sister's uh, wedding, and uh, we got back to the hotel because it was our anniversary the next day. Mm. And uh, and and Point Break was on the telly at some silly o'clock
2: on preview.
1: Nice. Really good. Really enjoyed it. Uh, but now I'm looking forward to a rewatch. And do you want to read the list? Obviously, because you've seen Point Break, so we can lead from
0: there. Yeah, I've seen both the Point and then, Breaks, and I've seen both of the Little Shop of Horrors films. Catherine, it sounds like you've seen the remake. Have you seen the original on that?
2: I haven't seen the original, and I've got to admit, I've seen the remake in bits. Right, I've okay. never sat down and watched it in full. I've, just seen, I've probably seen most of it, but not all at one time. So that's, I think that's why I'm really looking forward to it, because I, I know I loved it, and I should have made more of an effort. This is it. I should have made more of an effort to watch it. Oh, Which yes. is why this is going to be great because I'm gonna, I'm actually going to sit down and watch these films. Uh,
1: seen the remake Little Shop of Horrors? Uh, used to watch that quite a bit as a kid. Yeah. Interesting as a kid, not not something I watched as a grown up. Not seen either Wicker Man, so I'm looking forward to seeing lots of memes and
0: bees, yeah, but not, but but neither film. Well, I've seen both the Wicker Men, if you can call them that, and the Wicker Mans, um, <laughs> and i Look, in terms of quality, obviously the first film is a classic. Oh god, oh Jesus Christ. But genuinely, I do prefer the remake for, for just for entertainment value. It is in no way a better film, but I I would rewatch that more than I would rewatch the
2: original. Okay, I've seen the original. It was pretty disturbing. I'm not looking forward to rewatching it. I'm I'm probably more looking forward to watching the remake even though it is deemed a bad film. And um, just because you say it's so fun, so
0: I think if you can get enjoyment out of a film like The Room, have you ever seen that?
2: No, I've avoided that. Oh, Oh, no, hang on. (laughs) This is going well. No, are we talking about the... I've forgotten. Not the Brie Larson one. Well, I've not seen either, but I know a lot about the other one. Yeah. And then there was a a film made about the making of it, wasn't there? That's right, The
0: Disaster Artist, Yeah. yeah. The Wicker Man's not quite on the level of The Room, but it's that sort of level of enjoyment, I think.
2: Yeah, I've seen films
0: like that. Robocop? Again, Robocop, probably the first 18
1: film I've seen. Yeah, I'd agree with that.
2: that yeah, was the, That was uh, the very
1: first 18 film I saw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, certainly not seen that for a long time. Pfft, mm, mixed expectations for a remake. I'm not expecting it to be as good, but yeah, I'm curious about it because I know very little about it.
0: I was, when that film came out, the remake, uh, I was one of the very few people that sort of defended it because I don't think it's a bad film. It has a couple of fatal flaws though. It like breaks the rule of remakes. So I think that'll be really yeah. interesting to get into that. But I do maintain that it's not a bad film. How about you, Catherine? I've not seen, seen the
2: remake.
0: I've not
1: seen yeah. the remake, no. Uh, no, Insomnia, mm. um, as a huge Chris Nolan fan, as, uh, as Ben and Catherine both know, I've never seen. Um, so I'm looking forward, very much looking forward to the remake of that. And after scouring eBay until silly o'clock last night trying to f- find a quality copy of the uh, the Swedish original That's um because I've never seen that either, so I'm really curious to see uh, I guess early Nolan before his kind of uh, his breakthrough or soon his um, his bigger films yeah the it was the, it was
0: the next film he made after memento, so he was kind of the hot director, and this was his mm. second big studio film really really good, very similar to the original. In, uh, in a lot of ways, but takes a different tone. And it's the tone that's very different in both. Both really good films, though.
2: Catherine? Uh, not seen either. And I'm going to be completely honest, I'd never even heard of it. So wow. There we go. That's surprising. Yeah. It is
0: the Forgotten Nolan film, actually, in some yeah. of the, And I maintain there's a lot of good stuff in it. So here's an interesting one. Uh, next up is Ghostbusters. So uh,
1: original Ghostbusters, uh, again, huge fan as a child, as a kid. Huge fan still to this day. Bit of controversy centred around the remake, though, which I've not seen. So I'm interested to see what that film is like.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a really interesting discussion, I think. Um, again, I'm on the I'm, I'm on the side of defending the remake. It's very similar to the Robocop remake in a lot of ways. It's, it's got good things and it's got fatal problems, but the backlash against that film was insane, and, and we're going to have to talk about that.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it and kind of not because it is quite controversial, so it will be it be a good
1: one to look at so a really interesting story behind film number 7 the hitcher not to go as too much of a tangent around blade runner um, but i was uh, big into watching uh, both the original and the 2049 recently uh, even subscribed to some comics I was trying to find a facebook group uh, where i could uh, could find out a bit more about these comics and found a post from Ben where he referenced The Hitcher, a film I've never seen the original or the remake of. Um, So after putting it forward, I think it was uh, definitely, definitely going to be one that we watch and discuss.
0: Yeah, that post was from around the time that Ruka Howard died, and obviously everyone was talking about Blade Runner. And for my money, his performance in The Hitcher is one of the great bad guy roles from those 80s sort of slasher movies. It's a really nasty, violent little film. I really like it. And I can't remember if I've seen all of the Sean Bean remake. I remember I had a pretty good trailer, but it didn't get very good reviews. And and Sean Bean is not a bad bit of casting in that role, so I'll be you know, i be curious to see how that film turns out and whether it's just a shot for shot remake.
2: I've seen it. I've seen the remake. Not seen the original. It was fine, as I remember. Just fine but it's been a long time so we'll see what what comes out of
1: it i think um when i was doing my uh, ebay searching managed to find a pretty reasonably priced copy of the remake of the hitcher Mm. on hd dvd of all formats you have to dust down the the old drive it's in the garage you're the only person
0: that i've ever known in real life that has not just an hd dvd player but an hd dvd collection that's Pretty good. It's very yeah, really good, isn't it? Pretty sizable yeah. collection.
1: Yeah. Number eight, uh, it's Flatliners. So, uh, film that I have seen, probably again when I was younger. Certainly not
0: seen the remake. Remember actually very little about it. So, over to you guys.
2: Yep. Same. Good. Thank I mean, good. Sorry. Good cast
0: for you know for when it came out. There were a lot of hot young things in it weren't there. Like it was one of Judy Roberts' big breakthroughs around the same yeah. time as Pretty Woman. Keith Sutherland's in it.
2: Keith Sutherland, yeah. A
0: couple of other guys. I remember finding it actually pretty scary because I was about nine or ten when I saw it. Mm. And it's, it's a it's a brilliant idea. It's
2: Kevin Bacon in that as well? Yeah, I think so.
0: It's a brilliant idea for a film. But yeah, I haven't seen it in probably 20 years. I haven't seen the remake, but I believe it made approximately £60 at the worldwide box office. <laughs>
1: Uh, so number nine, Invasion of, of the Body Snatchers. Mm-hmm. Um, so here we're talking about, uh, was it around 50? In the 56. 50s, wasn't it the original? Um, and then the remake in the 70s. 78, uh, yeah. Probably should fact check these. But the, uh, the, the, the Donald Sutherland remake um, I have seen. When I was actually looking into this, because again, it's another film I watched possibly when I was a bit younger, I was quite surprised to see that it, it actually doesn't have a, all that high age rating. I think it's a PG.
0: No, it's got to be a fifteen. Surely that's an intense film for a PG. I mean, I know they were a bit easier on the ratings back in the day, but still,
2: isn't the lead
0: actress like running around fully starkers at the end? (laughs) Yeah, that's That's got to be. Have you seen?
2: No, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Both great films. I mean, the the black Mm -hmm. and white one there is. Uh, out of the the Red Scare period of Hollywood. So it's all like the, the body snatches are substitutes for communism. And I think the mm-hmm. 70s version did a really good up, uh, job of updating not just the technology, the effects and all of that, but also making it relevant for the paranoia of the post-Watergate 70s as well. So they're both yeah. films that I feel really strongly about and I'm going to get very pseudo-intellectual on you on that one.
1: Just to correct myself, the original
0: is a PG. That makes sense. According to
1: BBFC. Yeah, that makes sense. There we go. And then number ten to see us out, we've got the Kurosawa film Seven Samurai and the remake the Magnificent Seven. Uh, Seven Samurai being probably is it over three hours or close to it's over. over three hours. Uh, so we'll make sure we uh, we block out a weekend for that one. As I said earlier, you know, big fan of Asian cinema, uh, and certainly his influence on on Western filmmakers is, is significant. So I'm really curious to see film, certainly Magnificent Seven, probably one of those ones that was on you know, TV around Christmas time and that kind of thing that uh, watching when I was growing up. Um, so looking forward to as a, as a grown up, sort of, um, to see how it, uh, how it translates the story. Yeah,
0: Magnificent Seven is one that I've seen a lot. Uh, I grew up in a household where we watched those sort of Westerns all the time. And that's one of the few that has survived into adulthood as one that I really enjoy unlike all of the John Wayne movies. So I'm much more familiar, actually, with Magnificent Seven than I am Seven Samurai. And I don't know that I could call it between them because of that, because I've got such a fondness for Mm. Magnificent Seven. They're both classics, though, aren't
2: they? I'm looking forward to to watching Seven Samurai. Well, you know, apart from the length. (laughs) That's what she said. Yay!
0: (laughs) Yay! There we go!
2: (laughs) I'm glad you got there before I did. <laughs> um were you thinking about it
0: yeah i was i didn't want really to embarrass you um,
2: um yeah i'm looking forward to seven Samurai.
0: yeah not the bugs. not a bug's life uh, we can talk about a bug's life i still think we should go for the 10 hour marathon of seven samurai magnificent seven bug's life magnificent seven remake
1: so yeah, I think we've got a pretty good list there, guys. Uh, looking forward to uh, to watching them. So Catherine's uh, done some handy research for our listeners to tell them where they can source some of these films, particularly if uh, if they are difficult to find. So starting with Point Break.
2: Well, there's a really good website, uh, justwatch.com, where you can it lists the places that you can find the film that you're looking for. Point Break, the original you can find on most of the platforms, Apple, Google, Microsoft, Rakuten. Well, that's to buy it. If you want to stream it, you can't find it on Amazon or Netflix and you can't rent it. You can buy the remake on all of those places, plus Amazon. You can rent it on all of those places too.
1: I've resisted a kind of digital collection for a while because um, just so many different platforms out there. And I know there's movies anywhere in America, uh, which sounds like a great idea. But uh, if only we could have that over here. But this Just Watch is a nice kind of aggregator site that does all the hard work for us. Let's just find the, the films, the cheapest prices highlights anything that's on sale and of course there are some films uh, later on when, we'll, when we get to those films uh, we'll we'll share where to find those uh, some of them are a little bit more niche you may have to uh, to hunt down a dvd or if you're fortunate to live in the wirral uh, there is hopefully uh, the dvd rental shop is reopening called snips uh, which is fantastic so
0: now a good time to mention that we're sponsored by snips <laughs>
1: I wish. Of course, the the films will include details of uh, where to find the films in the show notes and stuff, so you can quickly uh, and easily find them. Uh, on kind of show notes and I guess listener feedback, Ben. Of course, we're wanting to to make this uh, involving. We want to involve our listeners uh, in the process. So if they've sourced a the film and they watch along, how can they uh, get in touch?
0: You can find us on Facebook and on Twitter. Good, bad, remake. And also, I think we want your thoughts on the films that we're watching. You can give us a a, a little review. If you can come up with a three-word review for any of the remakes, I've got one for Point Break that I've already got in the bank, but I'm not Mm -hmm. going to spoil it here. Send that to uh, goodbadremake at gmail.com. And also, if you have a suggestion for a film that isn't on our list, that you feel very strongly about, that you'd like to hear us talk about, send that to goodbadremake at gmail.com. We're going to compile a list of those and create a poll and do a bonus episode for the user-selected remake, as long as it's not one of the 10 that we're doing. And I'd also say that one of the features that we're going to be looking at when we're doing these films is any aspect of the remake, whether you liked it or hated it, that could go into the original film. I think we should get the listeners to, um, to give us some ideas on that as well. So if there's something in the remake that you would put in the original film, send us that. Good, bad, remake, or one word at gmail.com.
1: There we go. So, yeah, we'll uh, be posting across social media the full watch list, uh, how the guides kind of reviews, um, and of course the podcast itself. So, do give us a like, like, favorite, and subscribe. Tell so, friends. I think that's that, guys. I think teaser is done. Yeah, looking forward to Point Break. Uh, so, it just leaves me to say uh, thanks for listening. And uh, hopefully, you'll tune in to episode one Point Break. And it's remake. Point remake. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, and goodbye from me. That's Neil. And goodbye from me. That's Ben.
2: And uh, goodbye from me. And that's Catherine.
1: I am an FBI agent! <laughs>
2: you recording
0: i was recording yeah oh sorry no that was the dummy run right now now
2: three
0: (laughs) two one action